Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. All right, good morning. I have Stephanie with me. Steph or Steffi, that's what I call her, um, is one of my favorite people, best friends from college. We used to be roommates um, and we played some basketball together. She is a college athlete, um, amazing woman, mom, um, extraordinaire, got two little boys now. Um, and she does really focuses on uh, healthy products, whether it's putting on your skin or in your body. And so we're going to really dive into some of the stuff she's doing. But Steph, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. And she also has her little one in the room. So if we might have some, some squeaks, some cute little squeaks. But uh, Steph, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your background, and uh, what you're up to right now. Well, I grew up in a really small town, and um, that gave me a lot of insight onto just that I wanted to do more in life and kind of, you know, get out and about. So I had an amazing childhood, grew up, went to college, like you said, played basketball, um, graduated and decided to go to physical therapy assistant school. So I took that on, worked my career in that, and then started to have children. So then I kind of decided that, okay, I need something else, another outlet to do at home. And that's when I got started in um, beauty counter. And so now I'm kind of stay at home. I have a two month old, my most recent. So I'm just doing beauty counter, but then I'll go back to doing physical therapy assistant probably two days a week and do beauty counter as well. Awesome. And the beauty counter, we'll start with that first is because I buy some of my products from her. Um, like this one, this is what I called my lipstick for, uh, my podcast, but I don't know if you guys can see this. I am officially, <laughs> you need more. I'm, I, this was a reason I had you on the podcast. Really? I just need to get some more lipstick. <laughs> I mean, really digging it the out. Truth comes out. <laughs> um, and so the beauty counter is what I thought we hear people selling makeup, makeup, this, lotions, what you should put on your skin, what you shouldn't, wrinkles as we're in our 30s, starting to really as this. But what I really love about Beauty Counter is the, the reason probably why you got into it is because it's so safe to put on your skin. Yeah. So I actually got started when I was pregnant with my first child. I had, well, it's the second one. <laughs> like, mom. Yeah. So I didn't have any idea. What I was putting on my butt, like I've always been really health conscious and, you know, workout, everything was what I was eating. And then kind of the last piece of the puzzle that I was missing was um, somebody approached me when I was pregnant and just said, Hey, did you know, like, what you're putting on your body, you know, some of those things have chemicals. And I was just kind of like taken aback, like never really even thought about it. I mean, I honestly just didn't really look in the ingredients, just trusted. And so I got started with beauty counter when I was pregnant because I started looking at all the ingredients and like, oh my gosh, I've been pregnant for six months and been using this stuff. So I kind of just like snowballed into like, I got to dive into this. I got to, you know, learn about this. I got to tell people about this. How did I not know? So that's kind of where I got started was just because 
I was pregnant and one of my friends was like, hey, you shouldn't be using that while you're pregnant. And I was just like, okay, uh, I had no idea. Well, so. I, I think we all, like, cause we want to use the best products. We want to like look younger and feel good and makeup that lasts all day. I think that we kind of forget one of the most important the most important part is that it could be hurting your body or if you're pregnant or your kids, um, it's very important to know what's putting in our bodies. And so I love the beauty counter for that reason too. I just think it's something we kind of like, or we're just pretend that we were like, we don't want to think about that. Cause that's too real. Yeah, That's way easier. And that's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going around right now, but that's one of the reasons why I love beauty counters. Cause they really do believe in educating you first so that you can just make a smarter choice. So a lot of, you know, that's how the girl came across to me. It was just like, give her some education, let her make her own choice. And that's really what my passion in life is, is just helping people give them the tools and then let them make a choice that's best for them and their family. Exactly. Um, and what I want to really talk about today is um, some a path that you took not to, I guess, how many years have you been totally gluten-free, dairy-free? Um, I would say in 25 is when I really had to make a change. So almost nine years. Yeah. So talk a little bit about your journey, um, with your, you know, dealing with all of these hormones, those things, and what you've done now to really, um, be in the best health. Yeah. So I would say I, at about 25, I started to just really feel sick. I didn't have energy. I needed to sleep more than I ever had even playing basketball. I just, I just really felt off. I always had a stomach ache after I ate. Um, I knew I was under a lot of stress, but I kind of just thought maybe there was more to it. So my sister at the time had been going to nutrition school to be a holistic nutritionist. And she's like, Hey, why don't you just go, you know, maybe get checked out and see what they say. And, um, so that's kind of where I got started. And from that, I really, I had to find the right doctor. So the first doctor I went to just said, you know, you're depressed, you need to get on an antidepressant and you probably need to get on an antacid because all the food you're eating is upsetting you. And I was like, there's gotta be more to like, I can't just, I'm 25. Like, you know, so I didn't, I didn't settle for that. And I just was like, there's gotta be more to this, like. I know that I can heal. Like my body's amazing. I've done a lot. Um, so I, I kind of just pushed back to the system and found what, what I believe was a really good path for me. And we started with, uh, taking out dairy was the first thing and then gluten and I still wasn't getting better. And so then we just really started down a path of testing my hormones, testing my gut. And it's nine years later. And I mean, when I started the first doctor I saw, he's like, you're probably not going to be able to have kids. You know, like I hadn't had a period for almost two years. Like I knew that something was off in my body and he was like, you're probably not going to be able to have kids. And that's always been my passion. And I was like, wait, what? I'm 25. Like, yeah. So that's kind of how I just was like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong and I'm going to do this. I think that's so, um, I, with your story, I have a couple of friends that are going through some similar situations, which is what, why I wanted to bring you on because there's so many people dealing with hormone issues, the same things you went through. And it's down to like really fine tuning your health and figuring out what do I need to take out or what am I not doing correctly? Um, yeah. people, very healthy individuals. One of my friends, she is 
the same thing as she's dealing with that. So she's taking out the gluten, the dairy, the refined sugars, and really finding out what's right for her because she's the same way. She doesn't want to be on antidepressants. She doesn't want to be on a bunch of medication and have yeah. to do that later on as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not an easy route, but you know, if you, I've just never been one that's wanted to put myself in a box of like, Oh, I just have this. So I have to take this. Like, I just wanted to figure it out. And like, I've been in tune with my body. I wanted to, you know, just try all the other routes rather than just say like, Oh yeah, I could take that and feel a little bit better, but not feel a hundred percent. Like I, I just really like feeling good and I was not going to settle for anything less. I think that's so great. And it gives people hope that they can be healthy um, and I think it's a, a lot of it is finding the right doctor, finding the right tools, um, and the people yeah. like support you and help you that it's okay. It's going to be okay. Um, yeah. I think that's what I really love about you. You've taken, you know, you said you've taken you the workout down, putting the right things in your body and now putting the right stuff on your skin. Yeah. yeah and we, we, like you said, we tell ourselves like, oh, that doesn't really matter, but you know, it is a holistic picture and there's a lot of moving parts and every little bit that you can do does help. So I think instead of taking the approach of like, oh, that doesn't affect me, just try it all and see where you can get, you know, like you do not have to, you don't have to feel crappy every day. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to ask a few fun questions. Um, so what is a life lesson that you have learned the hard way? Oh boy. Well, there's been a few, but, um, I think that I learned pretty much in college that life does not go as you plan and it doesn't necessarily matter how hard you work. Like I just always thought, Oh, if I just work really hard, like I'll be able to figure everything out. And that's all I need to do is just work hard. And there's just some circumstances that are out of your control and I really had a hard time with like realizing that I think you know I just always thought like work hard work hard that's all you need to do well and that's how you were uh, brought up I mean you have yeah. have a tree farm that or that's how it is like you work hard and we uh, will do well but yeah like that always in life it's it's what it's sometimes who you know over what you know um and a lot yeah. of yeah, I just, it, it took those kind of experiences to realize like, yes, it is important to work hard, but there is some things are not going to go as planned and you have to be adaptable. Exactly. That is perfect. Um, so you are inspiring, amazing woman. What inspires you to be your best self? Um, I think pre-children, I <laughs> just... I, like I said, I just really like feeling good. I like waking up, not having to have coffee or anything relying. I just, I love the feeling of being in tune with my body and just like having energy and feeling good. I mean, it's at the end of the day, that's like my biggest wish for everyone is that you could just wake up and feel good and not have to like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this in order to feel good. Like, it's just so refreshing to wake up and be like, I feel good. I'm ready to do this day. So I think that was really huge motivation for me prior to children. And now it's like, I want to feel that good so I can be a good mom, you know, because it takes a lot of energy and work to be a good mom, to be a mom at all. 
<laughs> let alone, I don't know if I'm being good, but I'm trying. So I think just having that energy, it's like I am now, instead of it being a wish list, I need it. You know, it's like really important for me to feel good because I have two people relying on me. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's a, it's definitely a lot of work. I've only nannied, I have nieces and nephews, but man, mom job is the, like the hardest job I think there is out there. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been fortunate to do the career thing and then be able to do the stay at home mom. And I tell my husband all the time, like you have it easy going to work. Like it's way harder staying home. I love it. But I think the challenge of staying home and just being a full-time mom is really hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so if, if someone's listening here and what would you recommend their first? So someone that's maybe feeling the fatigue or dealing with maybe some gut issues or what is like, I guess, one piece of advice you would give them to like the first thing that they should do in their journey? I think just like, you know, your body, don't let anyone tell you, oh, that's, that's not real, or that's not how you feel, or just do this, like, trust how you feel, and don't stop until you feel better, you know, I think we get very sidetracked and influenced by people that tell us how we're feeling, or what our diagnosis, and at the end of the day, like, you know how you feel, and that's really all that matters. Like some diet might be work for every single person and you feel like that's what you should be doing. But if you don't feel good on it and you don't trust yourself on that, then you're just going to be chasing symptoms your whole life. Yeah. So I think just trust how you feel. Great. Um, <clears throat> so you have a lot of amazing people in your life. I'm fortunate to know a lot of your family and friends and, um, you know, is there someone, whether it's family, friends, I don't know, celebrity, anybody, is it someone you kind of look up to or is more like your hero? Well, I don't think that I could have went on this journey and, and went the maybe harder, more natural route without my sister. I have two sisters, but my middle sister is the holistic nutritionist. And, you know, she was really my cheerleader in my corner, just telling me like, this will pay off. You can do this because it was not an easy fix. It was not overnight. So I think her um, just being there and being my support system and telling me that I can do it and I will feel better was huge. And then, as you know, our best friend that has passed away, um, I often find myself just being like, what would Haley do? What would Haley say? Or how would Haley, you know, she just had that vibrant, like tackle life and don't settle for anything less and put a smile on your face never talk bad about people. So I just often find myself putting, you know, what would Haley do? And she's a good leader, even though she's not with us, she's still doing her job. Seriously. It's like, we all need to live life like she did because yeah, did, like there, like, you know, there was no tomorrow with her. It was, you know, I mean, <laughs> laughing for hours to, you know, doing the best that she always did. She was, she was an entrepreneur. Like if she was still around, she'd be doing something like that, some side hustle, something, because that was who she was. And before yeah. and hustle was like buzzwords. Yeah. Nobody doing that. I 100% agree. <laughs> so you're in Great Falls. Um, yep. You're a Montana girl. Um, if I'm coming to Great Falls, what is the go-to restaurant? Well, for someone in my shoes who cannot eat dairy or gluten, 
your go-to restaurant is actually Fire Pizza. It has gluten-free uh, crust options and you can do, I, I'm just able to eat there and I don't get sick. So that's my one tried and true here in Great Falls. Um, if you can eat whatever you want, um, a lot of people, there's like an old restaurant that's been around forever called Bori's and it's like a spaghetti, you know, just kind of one of those landmark places in Great Falls, but, but I can't eat there. Well, I think it must be the same uh, company because we have a fire in Coeur d'Alene and they do gluten-free everything too. Like they'll do gluten-free and they'll do different options for t toppings and stuff too. Yeah, is it a wood fire? Like, okay, yeah. So it must that must be. I didn't know. I haven't looked in to see if it was a chain or not. But one in Spokane too. So it might not be like a big, big chain, but maybe just like Idaho, Montana, because that's the only time I've ever heard. Yeah. Of it. I know you guys had one. Yeah, I don't think there's another one in Montana. So, but yeah, I'm fortunate to still be able to eat pizza, so I'm happy. That's awesome. Um, so. Have failed at that you really learned a lot about yourself. Something I failed at is that what you said? And that you really learned a lot about yourself when you failed at that. Oh, um, one hundred percent. I don't know if it falls in the category of failing, but I ended my basketball career with a torn knee. That was my last surgery. I had three prior to that, but I was a junior. Um, you know, I thought I had another year and a half left and I was just gonna go on and be a coach and just take the total basketball path and just always thought that's what I wanted to do with my life and I tore my knee and my doctor told me I needed to be done playing basketball and so I thought okay I've spent all this time my whole life every single day putting hours and hours you know my friends would be doing whatever you do in high school. And I'd be getting up at 5.30, going to the gym and playing basketball. Like I put everything that I could into that. You know, I mean, school is important well as well. I did good well in school, but I put a lot of effort into basketball and it ended suddenly on a jump stop in my junior year. And I was just like, wow, how, what am I going to do now? And that's how I got into physical therapy is because I had to go to physical therapy myself and was like, oh, maybe I could do this. This is an amazing career. Like, I'm so glad that's the only good thing that came from me tearing my knee is that now here I am, you know, 10 years later, physical therapy assistant. And I don't think I would have ever went that career had I not torn my knee. So crazy. Um, so yeah. if you had a billboard and you could put anything on this billboard, what would it either have or say on it? <laughs> oh, in honor of my dad, you don't get something for nothing. <laughs> he would drop us off, kick us out of the car at five in the morning and say, you don't get something for nothing. And we'd be on our way to go run or shoot hoops or do some kind of hard work. And he just always reminded you. That's probably why I thought if you just work hard, you could get anything done. But he just always reminded you that you don't get something for nothing. Even if you think it's free, it's not. So. so if someone wants to reach out to you, whether it's maybe they're dealing with some issues and this strikes a nerve, oh my gosh, maybe this is why I'm not feeling well all the time, or I want to figure out more healthy uh, hair products put on my skin, how can someone get a hold of you? 
Um, I am on Facebook and Instagram. So those are, I feel like, the mainstream ways. And then I'm happy to be anyone's support system. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to give you medical advice, but I can tell you what worked for me and kind of, you know, navigate some of the roadblocks of get you in touch with the right people. And I'm happy to do that email. I mean, it's a, it's a hard road when you don't feel good and you feel like you have nowhere to go. So I think if anything, if anybody just needs that extra support or someone that's going through the same thing, I'm, yeah, I would say reach out to me. I'm an open book. Awesome. So we're all going through a really rough time. It's COVID. Um, people are going crazy. You know, we're been through the election. Everything's been nuts. What is one piece of advice you would give anybody listening that's going through kind of a struggle right now, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, um, just a little piece of a little nugget for them? Um, I think if you just take some time to be present, be off your phone, be not in a conversation, not watching TV and just check in with yourself, you know, like, how am I feeling? Am I anxious? Am I sad? Am I upset? It's okay to feel feelings, but I just think this day and age, we don't really check in with ourselves. We're always distracted. And so I, I feel like that's something I've really had to do, especially with having a newborn that you don't get a lot of time to yourself. And if I just get that daily, even if it's five minutes check-in, yeah. I think it just keeps me, you know, in tune with myself and not, not get way off track. Yeah, that's so great. It's perfect. Well, Steph, thank you so much for giving me some of your time today. You are so welcome. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.